Welcome everyone to Sobriety Over Society, the podcast dedicated to prioritizing personal health and well-being over societal expectations. In each episode, I'll share challenges and tips to support you on your journey towards sobriety. My goal is to encourage you to embrace discomfort and push beyond your comfort zone. Connect with me on Instagram at Sobriety Over Society Podcast to share your thoughts and suggest topics you'd like to hear more about. Second episode, I'm really excited, uh, especially because I was back and forth on making this episode the first one, but I really wanted to begin the podcast with sharing the importance of the grace period. Uh, so for anyone just tuning in or if you need a bit of a refresher, uh, the grace period is the time to allow yourself to adjust to your new way of life and build the confidence you need to speak openly about your sobriety. Um, and then just to make sure as well to remember uh, everyone's grace period is different. Uh, from my own personal experience, I recommend taking at least 30 days to establish your uh, routine and mindset. So on today's episode, uh, I'll be discussing those first 30 days, uh, as well as the uh, question, do you have to have uh, an addiction to get sober? Now, uh, later in this episode, I will speak on this uh, more in depth, but ultimately, I want to uh, to start by saying, while the concept of sobriety uh, is often associated with addiction recovery, the reality is that living a sober lifestyle can benefit anyone. So I know I mentioned the first episode um, just on how I'd like to communicate to the audience where somebody struggling with addiction and somebody who's not can benefit from this podcast. So I really do want to emphasize that there are many reasons why someone might choose to embrace sobriety, uh, even if they do not have a diagnosable addiction. So this this podcast really aims to reach listeners who are interested in sobriety for uh for a variety of reasons. Establishing sobriety can be challenging in the first month, but it can also be an opportunity for personal growth and especially more meaningful relationships. So take some time to reflect on your reasons for pursuing sobriety um, or even just considering it. Ask yourself, is it to improve your physical and mental health? Uh, do you feel like you're not reaching your full potential? Is it to support someone you love? Whatever your reasons may be, uh, write them down and keep them in mind. For me, the decision to pursue sobriety came after realizing that I wasn't accomplishing much, uh, wasn't learning anything new, and wasn't challenging myself. I wanted to be a better version of myself, and I knew that sobriety was the first step towards um, achieving that goal. So it's important to understand why you want to get sober and to keep those reasons in mind throughout your journey. In the first 30 days of sobriety especially, it's essential to treat your sober journey with discipline. So try to focus on the moments that come from being sober rather than the end date. Avoid the mindset of taking a break from alcohol, uh, which can imply that sobriety is temporary. Instead, establish um, a long-term commitment to sobriety and the positive changes it can bring to your life. The benefits of sobriety can be profound and long-lasting, so including more meaningful relationships with others and with yourself uh, will benefit you in the long run. So don't limit yourself to a short-term goal like dry January and instead embrace the full potential of sobriety. The best way to begin this um, would be to reflect as well on your last couple of months. So what... So think right now, what have your last couple of months looked like? 
did you feel like you accomplished a lot? Um, did you feel rewarded? Uh, did you miss out on things that were uh, taken over by uh, accepting a, an invitation to go out, therefore sleeping in, missing something? Did you cancel on somebody uh, last minute, uh, perhaps making up an excuse, which in reality, it was just a result of you going out the night before and you're hungover and you're not feeling great? Really think about what your last couple of months were. With your reasons in mind on why you're considering sobriety or why you're pursuing it, and then also reflecting on your last couple of months, uh, something to expect with sobriety is more time in the day. Take advantage of this time to explore new hobbies or interests, whether it's fitness, cooking, or learning a new language. This is your opportunity to rediscover yourself and your passions and to find what truly brings you joy. So when I used to drink, I found myself sleeping excessively. Um, I would sleep in, take naps, and repeat the cycle. So by removing alcohol or any other substance from your life, you're providing yourself with more time in the day. And while this can be a challenge for those who rely heavily on substances or alcohol to get them through their day, uh, developing a new interest or hobby is crucial, uh, even for somebody who doesn't struggle with addiction. It was the key to my continued sobriety, and for me, uh, that was fitness. So this time around, it was different from any previous attempts I had made at getting fit. Um, it wasn't a struggle to get out of bed. Uh, both my body and mind were present with me. And the energy I felt um, was very similar to, to when I would drink. But now I was, I was very self-aware. I channeled that energy into new activities, learning about nutrition, intuitive eating, uh, researching what worked best for my body. Every day, my health improved. Um, and even though it wasn't easy, I knew I didn't have the option to give up and have a drink. And because I didn't set a time limit this time around, I just woke up and I told myself, I'm not going to drink. There wasn't taking a break. It was just I had made, I had made a decision for myself without putting a ceiling on it. So I didn't expect the end date. My body didn't expect there was no countdown. I wasn't looking forward to when it would be over. I just knew I had made a commitment to myself and I didn't know how long. I just told myself I was going to stop. So it really was overwhelming at the beginning because I did find myself with so much more time in the day and it was it was worrisome because you realize how much time you actually spend drinking and and going out and the, those days just carry on into the next and you're you're so not aware. So I really felt that in keeping my day busy, especially in those first 30 days, despite being overwhelming at times, led to the success uh, in my sobriety. And I'm, I'm going on almost three years now. So I really, I really emphasize uh, filling that day up. It's also nice to think about it now because what started as just ways to pass the time turned into a passion that uh, you know, in talent, I never knew I had. So even this podcast, for example, uh, I'm coming on three years sober and I've just decided to take on a new challenge. Uh, I don't know where it's going to lead, but I, from my own personal experience, I've just really enjoyed seeing the direction something new takes me and it, it can either end very quickly, uh, or it can be, uh, everlasting. 
fitness has just now become a part of my life. So I don't even, I don't even consider it anymore, uh, you know, a challenge or um, a new interest. It's just become part of my, my journey. Now with this podcast, it's almost like I'm starting fresh again. Um, and so it's really just exciting to know that as a sober individual, you're continuously looking for, for what's next, but in a very healthy way, because you're being pulled in so many different directions, but you're you're the driver and you you navigate the outcome and there's no set time limit. So you're really just you're just in constant explore mode. It's also uh, important to remember that you're in your grace period. So outside influence from friends, family or loved ones may not understand what you're doing. But that's why I love the grace period. It's all a mystery to everyone else, but you're learning to win in silence and discover what you're capable of on your own. I find that we often rely heavily on other people's opinions, which can be detrimental to personal growth. I recall a time, and I know I mentioned it as well in my first episode when I was out at a bar with friends for a birthday celebration, and um, I, I was a couple of years into my sobriety, maybe a year and a half. Uh, and while speaking with someone who uh, who didn't know about my sobriety, but all they've ever known of me is drinking, uh, is that they miss the old Stevie. And at that moment, I felt the temptation to have a drink and thought about whether or not I was dull and boring without alcohol. But then I realized that this person had only ever known me while I was intoxicated. And I, in that split second, I took the time to remember why I started. Um, I remembered those moments of, knowing I that this was rooted in self-growth and I was becoming a better version of myself. So it's really important in your grace period, um, you know, leading up to publicly sharing your sobriety uh, to establish that independence. Uh, keep your achievements to yourself and know that you can always think back to why you started in the first place. Okay, so we have our justifications, we have our aspirations, it's time to establish objectives. So having more time in the day allows us to pursue other ambitions, which must be pragmatic. So knowing yourself better than anyone else, it's crucial to set attainable goals. I remember when I, when I wanted to eat better, so I rid my fridge of all the unhealthy food, I told myself for the month, I'm not eating any sugar. Uh, I failed. But what I learned from that is because I set a time limit, uh, I knew the end date. When I passed by a bakery or, you know, you went out for dinner and they offered you the dessert menu, you were just counting down the days so you could have it. So again, I know I spoke about not setting that end date. It's also important to set attainable goals. So in case you rely on multiple substances such as alcohol and marijuana uh, or cigarettes and alcohol, you should identify the triggers that lead to consumption. So although you are filling your day, you're setting attainable goals, at any time you can be triggered. Another example of setting goals are New Year's resolutions. So they can be very overwhelming for, for many reasons. And this is where we set challenging goals that are tough to accomplish 
uh, that will lead to false motivation self and self-doubt. So when I think of New Year's resolutions, I think about, you know, the quitting those multiple substances all at once. You, I think about setting five to ten goals. Uh, like I said, you have to be able to attain them, but you also have to know that in moments where you're triggered, you won't give up on them. So when you have so many goals uh, for your resolution, you have to imagine yourself in your most difficult situation uh, and you're craving a release. Which one of those goals are you are you going to fail? And there will be many. So when setting those attainable goals, you don't have to you don't have to have multiple. You could have one or two. And like I said, you know better, you know yourself better than anyone else. So they don't have to be these crazy, challenging goals. The best approach is to identify achievable goals by recalling the triggers that led to substance abuse or addiction. For instance, if you drink or use substances to deal with a long week, maybe even a conversation with someone, family matters, an incident, or even just boredom, it's essential to note these triggers and find ways to navigate them. My initial word I was going to use is to avoid them, but you don't want to avoid, you want to be able to understand them. So you must consider your surroundings in that particular moment and avoid ignoring the underlying issue. It's crucial to explore other releases such as interests and goals to make your sobriety more enjoyable and challenging. So you can see how this all factors into this first 30 days and why it's so important to situate yourself in a position where you're keeping yourself busy with uh with things you enjoy that don't involve substances or or release you're noting your triggers uh you're not setting unattainable goals you just it's really all about learning how you will deal with unpredictable moments so let's get back to our objectives let's Let's set goals. So goals could be anything such as walking targets, getting rid of toxic information or harmful follows, eating clean, uh, listening to podcasts, reading a book, planning a trip, um, setting a, a personal record. You know, this could be, um, you know, weight related uh, in terms of uh, heavy lifting. So for me, what kept me coming back to the gym is uh, noting what what I did that day, how much I deadlifted and seeing, uh, you know, a couple weeks later, the progress. So it's essential to keep yourself inspired and motivated to enjoy the sobriety journey. You must prepare for life as a sober individual and get creative. If you want to see your friends during the grace period, set boundaries with those who drink and hang out at a coffee shop or go for a walk instead of going to a bar. Always be aware of that false motivation and self-doubt and stay focused on your goals. So I know I spoke very briefly about false motivation, but how I see it is when, like I think of, about my personal experience in getting sober, is I follow these accounts um, that would talk about what they eat in a day. And I'd find myself trying to mimic everything they did not realizing, well, okay, they have a completely different body type, um, they're different height, um, even the pills they took that they would advertise, you know, 
it didn't work for me. So ultimately what you're seeing online when you first start, you have to be very careful of what gets you motivated and, and who that is. That impulsive pursuit of such momentary bursts of motivation can result in short-lived progress that quickly fizzles out. So I really... I really think back to when I first got sober and all the things that got me motivated and I just, I never stuck with it. So despite the progress being slower when you, when you do the research and you really get to understand your own body, it will serve you well in the future because there's, there's really nothing you can compare yourself to when you first start. You just, you really have to see what works for you uh, and you don't want to be hindered by by this concept of false motivation. And never forget to, you know, be mindful and cautious, especially, you know, when you're noting down and dissecting the reasons behind your motivation, similar to thinking about your past couple months or or why you're why you're making the decision to get sober or you're considering it. Um, you want to really make sure that you have you know, the necessary resources and support systems to sustain your progress. But like I said, ultimately at the beginning, it's really just a battle with yourself and seeing what you can accomplish without all of that outside influence. One of my favorite quotes in relation to false motivation is, you don't become confident by shouting affirmations in the mirror, but by having a stack of undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Outwork your self-doubt. When I think of this quote, I think of taking on challenges and achieving them silently. You know, we demonstrate to ourselves that we are capable of success without external validation. And to this end, it's crucial to set those achievable goals and identify the triggers that may hinder our progress. So you can see how it all comes together, um, especially while we incorporate new and stimulating activities into our daily routine. Thinking back as well to the question of do you have to have an addiction to get sober, I really believe that sobriety is a prime example of a goal that need not be reserved for uh, those with addictions alone. It can be a rewarding pursuit for anyone seeking to enhance their mental and emotional well-being. Uh, in normalizing sobriety um, as a shared goal among individuals, uh, regardless of their personal struggles, which can which can really foster a sense of solidarity and support that uh, that really transcend individual differences. So it's an, it's essential to reflect on the reason behind one's decision uh, when pursuing sobriety and to document them for uh, for personal accountability and motivation. All in all, uh, the pursuit of personal growth and transformation requires a deliberate and mindful approach that uh, ultimately prioritizes self-reflection, preparation, and sustainable progress. So I really encourage you, um, for anyone thinking about getting sober uh, or who's on the sober journey, to embrace the new challenges and really have an open approach with patience and determination uh, I found with myself, it was just day after day, I was seeing new ways of living and not just in my, like my day-to-day -day activities, but just the small things. Um, you know, if I was bored, I wouldn't just sleep. I would 
find ways to keep myself motivated and excited and just the smallest things like self-care uh telling yourself in the mirror how proud you are of yourself writing things down researching like there's so many ways to keep yourself busy uh and i find that when we when we first consider getting sober we're so scared of this emptiness uh feeling you know maybe that we're boring or we're going to be left out but there is going to be that that time that period of time where it does seem like that but it just builds into what what you're what you're doing this all for uh and for me that was the relationships i made uh the relationships i already had that that grew into uh, a whole new uh new friendship um the different activities i've done uh the the way i handled career changes and conversations that normally would have me so scared i was able to power through them with confidence so it really is about the jury itself because it's it's ongoing and will continue to be ongoing but the results are are everlasting definitely a shorter episode but i just sometimes when i'm doing these um when i'm thinking about the podcast i try to imagine it from when i first decided to get sober and how i would have liked to have somebody get straight to the point and really dissect um the beginning stages so I just want to say thanks to everyone once again. <laughs> I hope these steps um, will be helpful, not only in your first 30 days, but also as you continue on your journey. Uh, remember to keep these steps in mind and try not to set strict end dates for yourself. Uh, it's essential to understand the difference between a goal and a challenge and remove any self-imposed limitations. And you really just, just as I know I, it's all about my my own experience as I speak here, but you really don't know where this this mindset could take you. It's it's so exciting. In terms of challenges, I'd like to extend the one week uh, sober challenge. Uh, so starting tomorrow morning till uh, Sunday sunset, uh, and then I'd also like to add another challenge, um, and that is for you to dedicate a week or a day to assist someone in need. So whether it's volunteering, uh, I'll post resources for you to check out. Um, or it can be helping a friend move, providing comfort to someone in distress. Uh, and then I ask you to take it even a step further um, and do it in silence without letting anyone know what you've done. So you can actually see the concept of winning in silence from this point of view uh, and see how fulfilling it can be. Um, stay tuned, though, for more challenges and inspiration in the coming weeks. Don't forget to message me on Instagram at Sobriety Over Society Podcast with your thoughts and topics you like to hear more about. Um, and remember, episodes are every other Sunday. So I'll catch everyone on April 30th. Talk to you soon.